Chapter 13 Welcome to Warlocks and Workouts. In the last chapter, you escaped the caves beneath the Temple of Mohal by finding a path out onto a cliff face. With no way up or down, you edged along the cliffs and jumped between tall rock spires until you found a guard tower built into the cliff. You knocked out the two goblins inside the guard tower and found a tunnel leading you back into the cave network underneath the temple. Deep inside the cliff once more, you continue your journey through the tunnel with a light jog in three, two, one, go. You jog down the tunnel, one, two, one, two, weaving past pieces of rock which hang from the ceiling. The light is faded until you can only see a few paces ahead, and you can feel the floor sloping downwards. The only sound is the steady footsteps of your boots against the stone. You move around a curve in the passage, then feel the air change. The wall to your left has dropped away. Your little tunnel has turned into a ledge which runs along the edge of a large cavern. There's a crunch underfoot. Amid the pebbles at your feet are the scattered bones of dead rodents. Three, two, one, break. You look up. It's too dark to make out the ceiling clearly, but you get the same prickling of hairs at the back of your neck. As you shift your weight, another bone splinters under your boots and thousands of little angry red eyes open. Blood bats. They explode from the ceiling around you, flapping at your head like a little leather cyclone. You take a breath in, then prepare to start jumping jacks to drive them away in three, two, one, go. You begin jumping jacks, one, two, one, two. You're focused on keeping the bats away, but the sheer amount of them block your path and herd you towards the edge. 20 seconds. As you get closer, you look over the edge and see a sheer drop down to a rocky platform. The fall would do serious damage, but the walls look dry enough to grip. Just as the massive bats push you over the brink, you prepare to descend by switching to ladder climbs. Three, two, one, go. You climb down quickly, feeling the air above you fill with angry flapping bats. One, two, one, two. As you descend, you glance down. There's a light coming from a doorway all the way down at the bottom. It's a cold, steady light that casts a blue shimmer across the walls. Almost magical. 10 seconds. You're approaching a small ledge, but the bats haven't given up yet. As your boots hit solid stone, you prepare to switch into jumping jacks in three, two, one, go. You continue jumping jacks, trying to wave and scare the blood bats away. One, two, one, two. There's just one more set of climbs down to the strangely lit doorway at the bottom of the cave. As much as you hate magic, this might be a good sign that you're going in the right direction. Only one gem scale left until you can leave this monstrous place. The blood bats are tenacious. Again, you feel yourself pushed to the edge. You prepare to switch into ladder climbs one last time in three, two, one, go. You ladder climb down the wall, away from the bats and towards the floor. One, two, one, two. As you descend, the smell of salt water becomes stronger and the area gets a little lighter. The bats seem to be noticing this too. You hear angry screeches from the cloud of wings above you and spot some of the bats scattering off back up towards the ceiling. As you reach the bottom of the rock wall, you prepare to switch into jumping jacks again. Three, two, one, go. As soon as you dismount, the remaining bats swarm down around you. You keep your arms outstretched as you continue jumping jacks to scare the bats away. One, two, 
One, two. Slowly, you feel the push of flapping wings lessen and see more bats retreat into the shadows. Fifteen seconds. The doorway is right ahead of you, and beyond, a massive underground lake filled with countless glowing blue eels which flicker like lightning. Just a couple more bats left. Three seconds, two, one, break. You take a drink of water as the last of the blood bats flap angrily away. There's one final screech of indignation, then silence. You move through the doorway and out onto a small patch of stone. Just a few feet away, the water laps at the edges, but to your left, the little platform you're on joins a much larger structure, a bridge. A bright white searchlight flashes across the water, and you prepare to hide by dropping to a wall sit against the doorway. Three, two, one, go. You drop to a wall sit as the beam of light begins a slow sweep across the wall you're sitting against. It appears to come from some tower higher up in the walls, but you can't see anything more beyond the light. You just keep low, making sure your breathing is controlled and your back is flat. As the beam continues its journey, you take a closer look at the bridge. It sits low and squat in the water, with solid stone guardrails on both sides rising up to hip height. The bridge runs straight across the middle of the lake to a massive stone archway far on the opposite side. The searchlight passes over your head and slowly moves away from you. Three, two, one, break. You shake out your legs and move to the bridge. Now that the light isn't shining towards you, you can see the tower. Two goblins are controlling a ballista with some sort of directional light attached to it. Best to stay out of sight. You reach the bridge then prepare to drop low into a bear crawl behind the guardrail in order to stay hidden. Three, two, one, go. You bear crawl across the bridge. One and two. One and two. The light passes back across the bridge, but you're hidden by the solid stone guardrail. As you crawl, you hear splashing up ahead. It sounds like oars hitting the water, followed by high-pitched goblin chatter. 15 seconds. If a goblin patrol boat passes close to the bridge, they'll see you. But if you're pressed right up against the guardrail, there should be enough shadow to hide in. You prepare to hide by switching to a right side plank in two, one, go. You press against the guardrail in a right side plank with your feet stacked and wait as the splashing sound comes closer. You can't see over the guardrail, but you can hear the grumbling of goblins approaching. 15 seconds. You hear a thud as the boat bumps against the bridge. A goblin curses in frustration. You hear oars clattering together, then the goblins fumbling as they use the oars to push the boat away from the bridge. The splashing starts to recede in three, two, one, break. You take a drink and peer over the guardrail. A rowboat crewed by a pack of goblins is vanishing into the dark, rocking back and forth as they argue over who has to pull the oars. Next, you turn and focus on the path ahead. Torches burn on either side of the archway on the far side of the lake, and the way to it looks clear of goblins. You smile at your rare piece of good fortune, then prepare to resume bear crawls in three, two, one, go. You bear crawl onwards, one and two, one and two. As you crawl, you hear water splashing to your left. It's not a regular noise like oars hitting the water. 
looked more like the thrashing of some huge fish breaking the surface. Fifteen seconds. The searchlight sweeps back and forth across the bridge, then focuses on you, like the goblins in the guard tower have caught some hint of movement. You prepare to switch to a left side plank against the stone guardrail in three, two, one, go. You press against the guardrail in a left side plank, keeping your core tight. As you hold the side plank, you hear that splashing sound return directly underneath the bridge. None of the glowing eels you saw in the water look big enough to make that sort of noise, and you don't remember hearing about sharks in this part of the world. Even so, there's no telling what experiments these warlocks have been conducting with their spire's damned magic. The light begins to move away. In three, two, one, break. You peek over the railing. A vivid glow slides out from beneath the bridge and through the water, following the patrol boat. It's hard to make out through the water, but it looks like one huge eel, almost a hundred feet long, like the massive elder creatures you've heard about in stories. Far away, you see the goblins in the boat shriek in surprise and prepare to throw their clubs at it. You move back to bear crawls in three, two, one, go. You bear crawl along the bridge. One and two. One and two. The spotlight sweeps over you, then continues onward to focus on the patrol boat. You hear goblins cheering like the light is helping them land hits on the massive elder eel. You hear thumping footsteps on the bridge behind you. They sound distant, like there's a patrol all the way back at the start of the bridge. You prepare to accelerate by switching into walking lunges in three, two, one, go. You begin lunging, sinking deep so you can hide most of your body behind the guardrail. One, and two. One, and two. You glance back and see a trio of goblins walking along the bridge towards you. Their attention is on the patrol boat. They wave their clubs and screech encouragement as their buddies throw whatever else is in the boat at the Elder Eel. There's a small section of bridge ahead where the guardrail rises high enough for you to safely take a breather. Three, two, one, break. You catch your breath, then peer out from behind your hiding place. The goblins in the patrol boat keep throwing things into the water, but the massive eel chasing them doesn't seem to care. The boat has made a complete circle across the lake, and now it's headed for a section of bridge just ahead of you, with the elder eel close behind. To stay as hidden as possible, you prepare to move back to bear crawls in three, two, one, go. You bear crawl onwards, one and two, one and two. The footsteps behind you resume. The three goblins have quit cheering for their buddies in the boat, now they're getting closer. There's nothing on the bridge to hide behind. You peer over the stone rail and see a low gap between the bridge and the water, tall enough for a boat to scrape under. Ten seconds. As the goblin foot patrol approaches, you prepare to slip over the side of the bridge and hang upside down using a hollow body hold. Three, two, one, go. You climb down the side of the bridge and hang upside down in a hollow body hold, with your arms and legs outstretched and your shoulders and feet off the ground. Your wyvern leather gloves and new boots grip firm to the stone as you hear the thump, thump, thump of footsteps growing closer. 25 seconds. The bridge stands only a few feet above the waterline, supported by thick stone pillars that drip with algae. 
you look down into the water and watch a group of small glowing eels twist below the surface. They gnash their jaws and you see multiple rows of razor sharp teeth. The foot patrol passes overhead and you prepare to climb back up onto the bridge in three, two, one, break. You climb up and take a drink. Ahead, the goblins in the boat screech in terror as the furious elder eel closes on them. The boat careens madly toward the bridge. There's a boom as both the boat and the eel slam into the bridge's stone supports right where the foot patrol is walking. The section erupts into a cloud of stone and dust and you quickly move to a right side plank to take cover against the guardrail. Three, two, one, go. You move to the guardrail in a right side plank just as the spotlight flashes across the bridge ahead of you and zones in on the disaster. You hear panicked cries rising from the dust cloud. 20 seconds. As the scene clears, you see the last goblin on the patrol standing at the edge, staring down into the waters where its buddies are busy finding pieces of boat to cling to. The massive eel has completely vanished. You prepare to sneak up on the goblin using lunges in three, two, one, go. You lunge quietly toward the last goblin. One, and two. One, and two. The goblin stands with his back to you, staring down into the darkness. It looks up to the watchtower and points off to a spot in the water, presumably where the elder eel went. Fifteen seconds. The spotlight sweeps away. There's no way past without taking out that goblin. You close to within a few feet, then prepare to silently knock it out with a low plank sleeper hold. Three, two, one, go. You jump onto the goblin and pull it to the ground in a low plank. It grunts in surprise and goes for its club, but you get one hand over its mouth and deftly knock the weapon away. The club skitters across the bridge as you search for the nerve in the goblin's neck. Fifteen seconds. Just ahead, you watch the spotlight slowly moving back and forth over a bubbling and churning patch of water. The goblin's struggles begin to slow, then its head dips forward. Three, two, one break. The goblin rolls away, snoring. You stand up and approach the edge of the ruined bridge as you grab a drink. The goblins in the water have floated up a couple of hundred feet from the bridge, but even this far away, you can hear them grumbling as they wait for rescue. You look back to what's left of the bridge. There's nothing left but the remains of support pillars sticking up out of the lake. The massive archway is just a couple hundred feet away, but to reach it, you'll need to cross the wreckage of the bridge without falling in. You shake your legs out, then prepare to cross using squat jumps in three, two, one, go. You squat jump between the pillars, dropping low into each squat before jumping again. Jump, jump. Each time you land on a support pillar, ripples spread out across the lake. In the corner of your eye, you see the spotlight coming back towards you and the water below begins to bubble and glow. As the beam approaches the stone stumps, you prepare to land on a pillar and switch to a squat hold. Three, two, one, go. You land and drop into a low squat hold, becoming as still as a statue. The searchlight passes over you without stopping. So long as you keep still, you shouldn't raise any alarms. 20 seconds. The light fixes on a patch of glowing water amongst the wreckage. The glow gets brighter as the eel punches through pillars, toppling them into the lake. 
You feel the stone you're squatting on vibrate dangerously. Then, the Elder Eel passes. Five, four, three, two, one, break. You stand up and grab a drink as the monstrous Elder Eel slides away through the water. The goblins floating nearby screech and paddle for the shore, but the eel seems to be focusing on other things. You look ahead to the huge archway and the cavern wall, which is still lit by burning torches. It looks like it'll take you just three more sets to cross from the remaining bridge stumps and reach the walkway. You prepare to resume squat jumps in two, one, go. You squat jump between the stone pillars. Jump, jump. Each time you land, you go into a deep squat, keeping your knees and ankles bent and springy. You glance to your left. The elder eel is returning like a massive lantern beneath the waters. It opens its mouth wide, bearing a toothy maw packed with chunks of bridge and shattered wooden planks. 10 seconds. You jump lightly, aiming for a wide stone pillar and prepare to switch into a squat hold in three, two, one, break. You land on the pillar and go into a squat hold just as the massive eel reaches the wreckage. It's just below the surface now, snaking around the destroyed stonework like an immense hungry shoelace. You hold your squat steady as it passes. 15 seconds. The elder eel's back breaks the water as it continues its hunt. Through the glow, you see the scars from countless battles crisscrossing along its scaly side. The massive eel moves deeper into the cavern in three, two, one, break. You stand from your squat on the stone slab and take a breather, following the searchlight and the eel's glow. It moves out into a wider patch of the lake, then with a splash, the eel dives into the blackness, leaving the searchlight aimed at empty water. You look back at the ruin you've been crossing and plot out your path forward. Two sets of jumps should get you to the other side. You prepare to resume squat jumps in three, two, one, go. You squat jump across. Jump, jump. You're more than halfway through the bridge wreckage now, and it looks like you'll be able to use those stone pillars to make it all the way across. 15 seconds. A slab of stone wobbles as you land. You leap off and hear a slosh as it topples into the water behind you. Below, you see the water pulse a deep blue and you prepare to play statue by switching to a squat hold. Three, two, one, go. As you land on the stone in a squat hold, the head of the elder eel approaches the surface once more. It knocks more chunks of bridge into the lake, sending plumes of water high into the air as they crash down. You keep calm, trying to stay as still as you possibly can. 10 seconds. The cascade of stone hitting water slows and you see the glowing shape of the eel disappear once more into the blackness below. Three, two, one, break. You stand up, take a drink and scan the water. The cavern is silent, but you get that familiar tingling on your neck of being watched. You need to get out of here as quickly as possible. You count the support pillars up ahead. One more set of jumps will get you through the ruin to the intact section of the bridge beyond. You shake out your legs and prepare for a final set of squat jumps as the water begins to bubble. Three, two, one, go. You begin squat jumping, throwing your arms up for extra height and landing in a squat on each pillar. Jump, jump. The moment you move, the bright blue glow envelops the water below you, 
15 seconds. You hear a splitting sound as the bridge supports collapse from the weight of the monster just below the surface. The water froths, and you see the edge of the bridge ahead of you tumble into the water. You switch to a squat hold in three, two, one, go. You land on a pillar and go into a deep squat, holding as still as possible as a section of bridge in front of you tips into the lake. There's a splash, and the elder eel dives towards the section of bridge. 20 seconds. You keep your breathing steady as pieces of bridge are set upon deep below the surface. Jaws gnash, sending up sprays of bubbles and a thunderstorm of light. Then, slowly, things settle. Three seconds, two, one, break. You stand up from your squat and shake out your legs. There's a few seconds of silence, then the water explodes in a spray of foam. The huge eel rises up from the lake. You see rows of teeth packed with bits of bridge and a throat big enough to swallow you in one gulp. The monster darts towards you, knocking you off the slab. You hit the water with a splash, landing on your back. There's no way out. You shut your eyes as the elder eel bears down on you, jaws open wide. Crunch! You blink and look around in surprise. You're still alive. The jaws have pinned you at the waist, but three thick slabs of bridge stone are preventing the eel from biting down further. You bring your knees up and wedge your boots against chunks of stone caught in the creature's throat, stopping yourself from sliding down the monster's gullet. Then you prepare to launch into crunch punches. Time to make this creature uncomfortable. Three, two, one, go! You begin crunch punches, driving your fists into the elder eel's snout. One, two, one, two. The creature growls. Cracks form in the chunks of stone propping its jaws open, but they hold firm, preventing it from chomping down. Fifteen seconds. You land a hard punch in the massive eel's nose, and its eyes boggle. Then it stiffens for a few moments, as though stunned. You prepare to switch into seated dips to pull yourself from the jaws in three, two, one, go. You begin pulling yourself through the gap in the teeth with seated dips. One, and two. One, and two. Each time you perform a dip, you pull yourself through just a little bit. The elder eel's eyes are wide and vacant, but you can see its senses beginning to return with each dip you perform. Fifteen seconds. You manage to pull yourself through just a little more, then feel the elder eel's stiff form regain control. The creature gnashes at the water, sending up sprays of white foam. Three, two, one, break. You see the lights of the cave blur as the creature dives into the lake, dragging you down with it. Bubbles whiz past as you're pulled down deeper, and the eel flares bright enough for you to see the wrecks of boats rotting in the rocks and silt. Then the elder eel twists violently and shoots up, up, up until, with a foom of water, it bursts out of the surface of the lake. The elder eel slows, and you prepare to resume crunch punches in two, one, go. You attack the elder eel's snout with crunch punches. One, two, one, two. Your shoulders are up out of the water, and your core is tight with each movement. 20 seconds. The creature's glow flickers with every punch. It keeps trying to snap its jaws shut, and you see one of the three stones jammed between its teeth splinter into tiny shards. You land several more hits on its snout, 
and feel the eel stiffening as it's stunned once again. You prepare to switch to seated dips in three, two, one, go. You keep trying to pull yourself free from the eel's maw using seated dips. One and two. One and two. You look at the two remaining slabs of stone. They're already creaking under the immense pressure of the furious elder eel's jaws. You're not sure how long they're going to last. Ten seconds. You glance up just as you pull your knees free of the teeth. The massive eel is once again regaining its senses. Its eyes shine like pearls. Three, two, one, break. The elder eel regains its senses and dives deep into the lake. Through the bubbles and the rushing of water, you see the second stone slab shatter and disappear down the eel's throat. Only one remains. The eel scrapes through rocks and sand at the bottom of the lake. The lake bottom slopes upward, and the eel breaks the surface only a few feet from a sandy shoreline. Getting free now might be your only chance. You resume crunch punches in three, two, one, go. The elder eel thrashes, churning up the water as you punch it in the snout. One, two, one, two. It pulses with a blinding light as it chomps down. The single stone jammed between its jaws creaks, groans, and begins to crack. Fifteen seconds. You land a flurry of hits on the eel's snout and feel it stiffen. Now stunned, the eel drifts into the shallows, just feet from the sandy beach. It's now or never. You prepare to switch into seated dips in three, two, one, go. You pull yourself from the elder eel's jaws using dips. One and two. One and two. The shore is just inches away, but your boots are still trapped between the monster's saw-like teeth. Twenty seconds. The eel twitches, its eyes focus on you, and it begins thrashing against the shore. Bursts of blue streak across its body like fires being kindled with new wood. You see the one remaining clump of stone between the eel's jaw splintering. Almost. Three seconds. Two. One. And done. Just as you wrench your boots free, the final slab of stone shatters in the elder eel's jaws. The monster thrashes towards you, but you're already scooting backwards onto the sandy shore. An angry groan echoes from the colossal eel, then it turns and with a crash of water, it disappears back into the shallows. The glow pulses, then the water goes still. You stand up and check yourself over. Your boots are slimy, but intact. And thank Toro, all your gem scales are still in your pouch. Once you're back in civilization, you're going to need to make a donation or two to that thief god. You look around, getting a better sense of where you are. Both the bridge and the archway you were heading towards are just tiny blobs in the distance. It's a long way back to where you were, and there's no way you're risking a swim with that eel nearby. You hear a steady splashing sound. Not far away, a little patrol boat has appeared from the gloom rowed by three squabbling goblins. One is raising its lantern inquisitively as it approaches. Things are about to get interesting again. End of chapter 13